Hello Earthlings and welcome to this week's episode of Humans in the News! I think we all know what I'm going to talk about this week. Yep, Harry and Meghan. I tried to avoid it last week but it was already a pretty big story and the interview hadn't aired yet. It was bound to get bigger after it had been aired and to be honest I don't know that I have that much to say. If you're that surprised, you haven't been paying attention. When Harry said there were questions about how dark the baby's skin would be, my first thought wasn't, oh my goodness, that's awful. It was, wow, literally any of them might have been the one that said that. But my cynicism shouldn't obscure the fact that it is awful. And the impact on Meghan's mental health has been huge. And in a year when everyone is painfully aware of the challenges of self-care and maintaining mental health, I would have expected a little more understanding. I wouldn't dare to hope for full-blown empathy. That's expecting too much. Or maybe it's true that the royal family really are giant lizards in human skin. Are lizards known for their empathy? Or for objecting to sexual assault? Or for having a desire for racial equality? No? Oh well, suddenly that explains everything then. And isn't it truly alarming to think that that is what would make this all acceptable? Because if you assume it's not true, uh, and by the way it's not, I can't believe I have to tell you that, but if you assume that it's not true, then it means the royal family is an institution which is privileged and powerful and answers to no one but themselves. If only there had been some sort of sign of this in the past. Anyway, any hopes you may have had for future monarchs dragging the institution into the modern age seem misplaced. And yet the institution will survive. Because the people who have the power to dismantle it don't want to. Why? Because they will be the next ones in the firing line. So the royals prop each other up, just look at Prince Andrew, and are in turn propped up by the people who benefit from maintaining the status quo. It's quite a mess you've made for yourselves. Very primitive. I hope you find a solution. Anyway, for now, it's over to Bletin. Take it away, Bletin. Today, I'd like to talk about the police because I'm not really sure what they're for. I always thought they were about enforcing the law, upholding justice and protecting the vulnerable. But I just don't think that's true anymore. Between the awful news surrounding Sarah Everard's disappearance and the terrible events in America last year that gave new urgency to the Black Lives Matter movement and the continuing protests across South America over femicide, I'm not really sure who or what the police are for because the only section of society they seem to be protecting are middle-aged white guys. And I have nothing against them, but on the whole, they're not politically, socially, or economically vulnerable. I'm just saying they don't strike me as the section of society that requires the most support right now. And I'm not making this about racism or sexism, and I'm not attacking middle-aged white guys. But if the vast majority of people are at the very best not protected by the police, and at the very worst, persecuted by them, then what are they for? 
because if no one trusts the police, and I'm pretty sure there are a lot of middle-aged white guys who don't either, then law enforcement and its place in society is in pretty big trouble right now. Back to you, Zula. Thanks, Bletton. And now a word from our sponsor. That's right, everybody. It's almost Mother's Day. You know what you got to do. Get perfume. Get chocolate. Get flowers. Uh, but what, what if your mother doesn't like any of those things? What do you mean it doesn't matter? What do you mean this is what it's all about? I mean, yeah, sure, the flowers are lovely, the chocolate is tasty, but she just might not be into that. Isn't that what the day is about? It's about treating someone that you care about with things that they like, making them feel special, not just buying the same crap that everyone else is? I don't understand. Oh dear. Oh well, not the worst advert we've had. And now I'm going to hand over to Kure for what we're still laughably calling the weather. We, uh, we really should change that. Take it away, Kure. Thank you, Zula. I know so many people in the UK have been following the sad story of Sarah Everard's disappearance. It must be truly devastating for her family and friends, and my thoughts are with them. But I have to make one thing really clear right now. So listen good. For all you people that are saying, oh well, she shouldn't have walked home alone at night, stop. Listen, because I only have the patience to say this once. That is bullshit. Are you honestly suggesting that you think it's okay that half the country's population shouldn't be out alone in the dark? This is the UK. It's dark most of the time. Do you know how nuts that sounds? And you're really fine with that? How would you feel if you were in danger to go out alone after dark? I bet things would change then, huh? Look, the truth is that this will all blow up now and then go quiet again until the next tragedy. And by that time, it's already too late. And I think a lot of people are taking false comfort from some of the details of this case. She was alone, it was dark, that sort of thing doesn't usually happen in that area. And all that's really doing is making it okay for this to carry on. Because there will always be some special reason why it happened in this particular instance. And it stops people accepting the harshest truth of all. That it does not only happen at night. That it does not only happen when a woman is alone. And it can happen in any neighborhood on the planet. Until your species accepts all this, I don't think anything will change. Because not enough people will be asking why it happens in the first place. Back to you, Zula. Thanks, Kure. I think that means their species won't be changing then. And finally, it's time for this week's special mention. Special mention this week goes to Prince Philip. Yes, it's been a year of strange occurrences and unexpected heroes and villains all switching places quicker than you can keep up with. But the idea that the royal family is rocked with allegations of racism and he's not the culprit is both terrifying and hilarious. He must be in the middle of this going, hey, not me this time, fellas. 
Now apparently the culprit is neither Prince Philip nor the Queen, so the smart money is on Charles then. Just as long as Prince Philip doesn't say, hold my beer Charlie, I'll show you how it's done. And that's the sad part of this. The surprise hasn't been that the royal family is racist, just that it wasn't the one we thought. And it's all very similar to Kure's discussion. There's always a special reason. The conversation has been misremembered. They're from a different generation. Excuse after excuse. All to avoid looking beyond the excuses. Oh, humans, I hope there's better news next week when you can join me again for more Humans in the News.